The Cellar Dwellers may contain inappropriate content. Alright, who are we kidding? You and I both know these movies are pretty messed up. But isn't that what you're here for anyway, you filthy animals? Join us in the cellar, and enjoy the show. Looking at the manga right now, of the film that we are about to discuss, I've always been struck by how disappointed I am that the entire thing is not in color because the color pages are absolutely gorgeous. I know, I, 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 I get that, but the black and white looks great too. That's just how manga is. Yeah, they, they, they make it so quickly. The color looks so that, good. You know, they, I think they are really efficient, and so you just don't see a lot of color. But I, I get you. Yeah, I, it just I, looks so beautiful. I'm I, being selfish. I'm used to American comics that are all colored. Yeah. Um, we're I don't think you can say that. We're the cellar dwellers. My name is Christian. I'm Colby. And today, as we said last week, we are discussing a film called Uzumaki. Based on the manga by, uh, honestly, horror legend Junji Ito. Yeah, uh, this is the piece that introduced me to Junji Ito. Uh, bought it the like first week that I moved to New York when I was... Uh, big boy purchase. Big boy purchase. <laughs> big boy purchase. A $30 book. Uh, hardback. Yeah, hardback. It's beautiful. It's a very beautiful edition. Um, it's fucking awesome. And I'd always known vaguely that there was a movie, but just kind of forgot about it because it was never readily available. And you can never, you could never have assumed that it would be good. One hundred percent. I, you would actually assume the it's opposite. It's an adaptation, and let's be honest, most adaptations, especially of that era, this movie came out in two thousand. Yeah, are just bad, straight yeah. up. Um, the uh, era that this came out in is the original run of, like, the J-horror stuff of, like, Ringu, um, what is, the, uh, Juwan? Is Grudge. The Grudge, yeah. yeah. Um, like, One Miss Call, all of that stuff. One Miss Call, Takashi Miike. Fun That's fact. true. Yeah, the OG One Miss Call is Takashi Miike. An absolute legend. That's on Tubi. Hey, shout out to Tubi. Honestly, Tubi, we missed you. Hey, heads up. Shout out to Tubi. Uh, <laughs> I watched Cruel Jaws on Tubi last night. It was very fun. I didn't finish it. I you said otherwise it. known as uh, the unofficial Jaws 5. Unofficial Jaws 5. They stole footage <laughs> from Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws 3, and a Joe D'Amato movie. That's just a, that's what we call a montage. 100%. Scream fact. I won't get down in this rabbit hole. <laughs> Uzu- <laughs> uh, Junji Ito's awesome. He's prolific. Has a ton of shorts and full collections and some of his other uh, big stories that you may have heard of are uh, Gaio mm-hmm. which is like a weird fish fish monster body spider yeah uh a body horror is a big kind of part of his uh stories like yeah, he always totally. is able to really just make you feel queasy when you read his stuff yeah um the other big one that that he has is uh Tomi or Tomie I'm not quite sure how to yeah. say it I but... think that's technically I mean Uzumaki is probably his most well known in the yeah. states but I think Tomie or Tomi is uh from what I've read, seems to be like people are like, this is the most accomplished work. This is like his, lo- it's his longest. It's a big boy. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I, what I've read of it, I have uh, not finished uh, it. Yeah. You, now, now that we are kind of in the Junji Ito world, and yeah. I know that you own all of these, yes, I will yes, be queen, uh, yes. borrowing them. Yeah. And that's sometime totally in the cool. very near future. Absolutely. You absolutely can. I would be, I would be honored Thank for you. you to read these. Uh, me giving you 
a graphic novel of sorts manga, but to read, wow, who who to thunk? It's what's great, it's what's great about comics, man. Yeah, it's 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 the bridge that connects us all. And it's funny because now that you know, in in twenty twenty one, comic book adaptations are huge. Like they TV. Movies, cartoons—it's all—it's all adaptations of comic books. In early two thousand, this wasn't a thing this as is much before, at all. Yeah, the, before the first Spider-Man movie, the first X-Men movie came out in two thousand. Was this though? I would be curious to look into it if it was more common overseas at around this time. Potentially, yeah, because I feel like a lot of Japanese cinema, when you uh, from the era and a little bit after, when you look back, a lot of them, like even old boys, based on a manga. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. So I think they may have been ahead, like way ahead of the curve with that shit. Makes sense. They yeah. are ahead of the curve in a lot of ways. <laughs> in, yeah, in most ways. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to the film itself, <clears throat> which is directed by... A one-namer. Yeah. But, <laughs> that goes by Higuchinsky. Higuchinsky. A really... Interesting name. Yeah, cool name. I'll, yeah. I'll say it. That's a cool name. They uh, have only done three films. Uzumaki uh, is their first. Uzumaki from the Book of Saw. Because uh, Uzumaki means spiral. Fun fact. That's your, your bit of uh, Japanese yep. lesson for that's, the day. <laughs> that's the extent of Japanese. And here's my French. Omelette du fromage. Those are two uh, fluent speakers yeah. right here for you. <laughs> it's good shit. Uh, the film um, isn't the greatest thing, like right off the bat. But if you can track it down. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Currently. You can track it down pretty well, easily. I'm just Prime. saying, I don't know if it's gonna how long it's gonna be available. Fair. Um, it's on Prime currently, but it's totally worth a watch. It's even if you don't know a. It's, honestly, it's probably for the best if you don't know anything about Uzumaki. Um, but the stuff, if you do watch it, knowing the source material, um, there's gonna be plenty in it that you're like, oh, cool, that's from the manga. But the movie came out like in the middle of this thing being released uh, serially. And uh, it does not hold up uh, to the ending of the thing because it can't. Right. So that, that's a really interesting thing. It's almost like a Game of Thrones situation. It's like exactly that. And yeah. as somebody who who enjoyed Game of Thrones, I, I'm not a, a fan of the books. I probably would enjoy them, but um, you, I mean, everybody saw that once they got past the books, there was just the, no way that they no, no way for them to end it properly. Yeah. And with this. Um, I think I might have enjoyed this movie more than you. I absolutely loved it. It you was loved it. Interesting. I, I mean, this is solid for me. Let's go ahead this and get. Solid. Let's go ahead and get our, our, our ratings out of the, out of the way. way. Mine. I think I'm going to go with a four. Interesting. I I'm really, a solid three. I really, really liked this um, because I came in with such low expectations. I also came in with very low expectations. And, yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm a fan of Junji Ito. I, I, I don't. Um, I haven't read a lot of those big works that, that uh, Christian has, but, but I, you've read a lot of his shorts. What I have are, is a lot of his uh, collections of short stories, which are incredible. Mm. Um, really, just bite-sized moments of like goosebumps. Cool. It's, it's so cool. I love yeah. it. One of one of the stories is an adaptation of Frankenstein. Oh shit! I don't told, think totally in like that. a very beautiful way. <laughs> like Damn. it is awesome. Um, and he. Uh, he illustrates his own and oh, writes, yeah. right? Yeah. He's he's all in one. Correct? A true uh, mangaka. Yeah. Ah. That's your uh, second Japanese lesson of the day. Just somebody who is a creator of manga. Manga. Well, manga. There you go. Mengi? No. No. Not, not that. No. No. Gave it a shot. Gave it some flair. Tested it out. Taking it out back, trying it out. Take it out back and don't bring it back. 
we should say, uh, so with our ratings out of the way, a four and a three, yep. we both enjoyed this thing. It's worth the watch. So if you're interested, pump the brakes. Go check it go out. Go check it's it out. Prime. For sure. Easy to find. Because from here on out, now, we're talking about the fucking movie. Spoiler it, territory. It opens uh, <clears throat> in a way that is not in the in the book, in the source material. But I think it's smart in how it does it. And it sets up the disorientation that you're going to get throughout it. Uh, have, have we said what the story is yet? No, no. I don't think we have. Yeah, the bare bones plot of this thing is a town is infested and overrun by spirals. That's not like a metaphor. Con- like the concept of spirals. That's not a metaphor. Yeah. They're physical and, and spiritual, I guess you it's might say. V- it's <laughs> really difficult to describe. Uh, but that the, is the the most simple mm-hmm. way to describe it. Like, that is an accurate statement. The town is overrun by spirals, and then they got to live with the ramifications of that. And obviously, we've got some main characters in there and yeah. some, some weird uh, towns pe- people. But the we should note, like, the, the manga itself is pretty thick. Like, it's not... Um, it's it's pretty thick. Uh, yeah. The movie's only an hour and a half. Like we said, they, they finished the movie, made the movie when... This was still like before it was finished. Um, uh, from my from my point of view, it seems like it really encompasses all of volume one yeah. of like the smaller volumes of the of the manga, and then a little bit of volume two, probably when, maybe maybe potentially more volume two. When I read that it uh, it was like it obviously had to change the ending. I was like, it didn't change the ending. It just made its own. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's funny, I'm going to jump way ahead to the ending real quick and just be like, it kind of just chose to not end. It just, <laughs> it just it just kind of like freeze-framed and then went to some really fucking cool, beautiful paint, drawing, painting, illustration, kind of photorealistic-looking stuff, and then like a quick line and then credits. And I was like, you know, it's... It's in the spirit of how the book ends. <laughs> I mean, you're, I loved it. I thought the ending was was really cool because, like, like you said, like there's not a conclusion, no. But we get that really cool montage of just really nicely illustrated, really gross body horror uh, images. Yeah, they, and it's kind of like a, a um, it just shows wherever all the characters are at the end of this story, mm-hmm. mostly in a really bad slash gross place. Yeah, it and the the line that it ends with is "Come into the spiral." Yeah, yeah, very cool. Maki. Come yeah. into the Uzumaki. True. Um, from the Book of Saw. The <laughs> the uh, the body horror aspect of it is my favorite part of like the source material. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way that they executed it in this with the blatantly low budget is so impressive. Like they did. I, I read like people were dogging on this movie online and I genuinely don't understand why. It was a very easy watch. It was fun. It Hour was and a brisk. Half. Yeah. It, it didn't have pacing issues. Like, everything was kind of easy to follow, which is, you can't say the same for the source material. It's no. not super easy to follow. Yeah. And this this was very straightforward. It was, it it felt like a movie of its time. And I mean that in a, comp, in a complimentary way, because those movies are considered classics of J-horror for a reason. But also the way it's shot, like the, the graininess yeah. of the film. Like a lot of stuff reminded me of, and I know this is going to sound like guy who's only seen audition quotes, <laughs> <laughs> compares everything to audition. Uh, Christian's new segment. <laughs> but 
certain aspects of this uh, felt like a lot of things like audition which came out like a year or two before it uh we've got peter jackson's early stuff specifically dead alive a lot of like really exaggerated close-up shots like that toward the end when the spiral took over one of the guys it really felt like the evil dead like cabin scene like it's it's pulling from a lot of really good sources. We get a material. lot of David Lynch. Oh, a lot of weird Lynchian. Like more Lynch than yeah. I ever would have guessed for a movie like this. There are two. <laughs> there are two shots specifically, or two segments specifically, uh, where uh, a woman is looking up at the sky and realizing like the sky is spirals. What a strange concept. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she's losing her shit. Yeah, and the way she's losing her shit looks like a scene from Inland Empire where David Lynch like greatly distorts Laura Dern's face. It's really bizarre, and it's really bizarre in this movie, too, and it works. It like, comes out of nowhere, yeah. too, and you never see anything like it before yeah. this moment or and it doesn't after happen it. again. Yeah, it's <clears> just her <throat> eyes get, like, really distorted. Yeah, it reminded me also of uh, that one Soundgarden music video. Uh, Spoon Man? Spoon Either uh, Black Hole Sun. It is Black Hole. They're Sun. big. They're like big single. I just because it's like all to shout it's out all Spoon like Man. these suburban people with these like big distorted features, yeah, yep. uh, and that's kind of what it reminded me of too. It's a really Black cool Hole shot. Sun. And general, I would say in general, the cinematography uh, in a movie like this is exactly like you mentioned, like super reminiscent of Sam Raimi, Peter yep. Jackson. Just 10 years later. But this being a first movie is also kind of in their vein because they were super confident and successful with their stuff. And honestly, I think they were very competent and successful in what they were trying to do. A lot of like they did a lot of swirling, like spirally shots in this and they worked and they were disorienting and like, okay, this is kind of making me nauseous. Like, and that's the point. My mom definitely would have gotten vertigo watching this movie. Uh, She's a Hitchcock fan. No, she gets vertigo doing anything. <laughs> and so watching this movie would have made her throw up slash pass out slash both. <laughs> a puke thank, and thank pass. God, thank God it's not passed Regular on to me. Regular old PP, a puke and pass, yeah, baby. Yeah, I, I just have diabetes, so it's okay. It, it evened out in the end. <laughs> we all have our curses. I love roller coasters. Yeah, I do not. And I also love donuts. I enjoy a Unfortunately. donut. Unfortunately. Yeah, I enjoy a donut. We had a really good, do- I had an, like an apple pie donut semi recently. It was fucking, oh my God. That sounds nice. It was very, very good. Yeah. So apple pie donuts are great. Uzumaki is a good movie. We're sponsored by this unknown donut place. Yeah. We're <laughs> sponsored by Mystery Donuts. Why do you think Shaq's place keeps burning down outside of the insurance money? It's us. It's us. <laughs> we're doing it. We did it. <laughs> we cracked the case. We figured it out. It's us. Whoops. Got you, idiots. Yeah. We can't release this now. We're going to incriminate ourselves. What's Shaq going to do to us? We got to get Aaron Carter. He's the only one that can beat him. He's already on our side. Yeah, <laughs> we we got him as a guest coming up next week. Surprise! Uh, we're gonna we're gonna guest on the No Jumper podcast the next time. Uh, what the hell is the No Jumper podcast? It's like a weird hip hop podcast. It's not weird, but it's like a hip hop podcast. And the only reason I checked it out was because Aaron Carter was on there, and he had just gotten his face tattooed. And I was like, I want to hear what this guy's got to say. And he said a lot of things. I'm sure he's doing great. He's I'm doing, sure he's doing so well. He's doing, man. <laughs> he is doing. If you're interested in, if for some reason you don't know about Aaron Carter's current life, I don't know why I know, but it's, I, uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. It's rough. Yeah, poor poor boy. Well, I don't feel bad for him. Yeah, not for nah, now. He's kind of shitty. Anyway, yeah, seems like a douche. That was a good. That was a good little rabbit hole. Yeah. I like a good little rabbit hole. There's no rabbit holes in Uzumaki, but there's a lot of spirals. <laughs> I tried. So many spirals. There's, okay. 
let's talk about the Easter eggs in this movie. Okay. Yes. There's some cool shit. There is some cool shit. So if you look on IMDb, it will tell you that there are five, count them, five instances where in certain parts of the screen, it will warp a little bit and become a spiral. So with that knowledge in mind, Colby and I kept an eye out. We are here to report that IMDb are liar. They are liar. There were seven. Fucking spirals, you dolts. Let's go. Let's go update it. Let's go report their ass. There were seven. There were not five. There were seven. There were certainly five on the nose, but there were two harder to see that we fucking saw. We're better movie watchers than everybody else. I've never had stronger eyes than in this moment. You're so right. I feel powerful. I'm flexing them right now. Can you tell? Dude, they're spiraling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of weird uh, eye stuff. Oh, yeah. This movie's got a weird eye scene. So very early in the manga, about 30-ish pages in, uh, that was from my quick scan. I figured that out. Nice. Uh, No, you just memorized it. You know know the by page. Literally. Page by page can recite this thing in the original language. Uh, The... A a character, one of the characters, like dads, gets infected with the spiral obsessed okay we should explain like they become like obsessed with spirals first they like to look at them what they find spirals and everything so one person becomes obsessed with snails because of their shell uh someone else becomes obsessed with pottery uh spinning wheel because you can make spiral patterns someone else becomes obsessed with stirring their soup someone else becomes obsessed with stirring their bath water and it on and on and on and on eventually someone comes obsessed with the spirals on their fingertips and cuts them all off Uh, but the first person, uh, we don't really know exactly what they're infected with, but, or what they're obsessed with really. Uh, but their infection comes out through their eyes, starting to spiral in opposite directions and it's wild. And it looked pretty cool in the movie. Yeah. That's a scene that it honestly felt like, uh, Kung Fu Hustle. A little bit, a little, yeah. which would have come out after. True. <clears throat> also, we love Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, I do. Um, but that is a scene that in the manga is iconic. Like I remember oh, yeah, yeah. that that those few panels really, really vividly. Yeah, it's gross. There's it like is. weird like sound effects. Yeah. and then Squish. so knowing that that scene is going to come come up in this movie at some point. Again, I had very low expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I was like, I assumed this was going to be really shitty. Yeah, CGI. <clears throat> it's only kind of c- shitty CGI. Yeah. Like, it looked pretty okay. And I was really, pleasantly surprised. Really surprised yeah. that the CG the CGI held up as well as it did in this thing. Like genuinely, like there really it was only at the very end when that dude like kind of grew. That was the only instance where I was like, eh. And that's okay. Yeah. Like just one. And it still didn't look like that bad. Yeah. Um the moments of like kind of shock that go throughout this movie are pretty good. And I think that's a really fascinating trait of Junji Ito in his, mm-hmm. in his comic storytelling is the art of the page turn. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is an incredibly useful skill in comics, especially horror comics. Yeah. And he uses that so well yeah. where you're seeing uh, like in the last panel on this page, you're looking at somebody's reaction and then you know that when you turn this page, it's going to be, you're going to see yeah. something gross yeah. and very body horror probably. Exactly. And so knowing that he's so good at that, I was wondering kind of how that would translate <clears throat> into film. film. Yeah. And so I got to say, I'm pretty, pretty su- pleasantly surprised with that as well. Like 
And when they was, knew they couldn't pull it off, they didn't show it. And yeah. it was for the better. <clears throat> that was a really smart decision, yeah. even though we know we wanted to see it. Oh, yeah, of course we But they made the right decision yeah. in not showing it because it would have been bad. It would have been really taking us out of it. It also, it obviously just, because this is how shit works, but it made every time that you did see stuff stand out. Totally. So Yeah, yeah. I agree. And it was it, genuinely some goofy-ass effects, but not goofy in... It's like Mark set the movie. It's kind of like charmingly goofy for the just. It's of the era. Yeah. It's of the time. Um, like all, there's no marks against it for it at all. And the practical stuff that they have, and it looks pretty good. The makeup looks good. There's a moment uh, towards the end uh, where there's one of the characters uh, is obsessed with his eyes, and his eyes mm-hmm. eventually turn into spirals. Yeah. And it looks cool. It the is contacts look cool. Pretty disgusting looking. Yeah. Eye it stuff, looks like his eyes are like bulging. Yeah, yeah. it's it's bad. Eye stuff is, is what always gets me in mm. movies. Uh, there was a scene that got you in this movie, though. Let's talk about I that. I didn't like it. You got got. I yelled. That's how I remember it, actually. <laughs> that was pretty accurate. Was that accurate? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty accurate. I'm not proud of it, but it's pretty accurate. <laughs> um, There was a big... <laughs> there was a big old millipede uh that crawled into the ear of a sleeping woman in a hospital and she uh that's disgusting and she you'll you guys will see what why i said that's disgusting at some point she uh wakes up with it like squiggling out of her ear and she pulls it out and throws it on the ground and when she sat up with it squiggling out of her ear is when i Exclaim. Can you do it again? Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> it was very gross and I didn't like it. And it I don't know. I I'm getting soft in certain <laughs> ways, man. Yeah, you've seen some shit in millipedes? That's what got yeah, you? I'm getting soft. Like it's fucking gross. I'm getting hard, baby. <laughs> uh yeah, not not into it. That scene was was gnarly. For yeah, sure. It was it, it looked like a real I know it wasn't cuz it had to maneuver a certain path but it it was gross there's some oh, ear stuff is gross too and i don't think i thought ear stuff was gross until i read uzumaki the first time i would need to do we, we don't have a spiral in our ear yeah we do it's your cochlea it looks like that yeah, much of a spiral. a spiral haven't you seen have you read a science book I, yeah in college once well i passed i guess there you go yeah yeah the, uh, that's uh, medically accurate there is uh, like a sort of spiral in your ear and knowing that one of this, these characters, the character who, who had the millipede in her yeah. ear, uh, is essentially haunted by her husband, who earlier yeah. uh, spiraled himself into a laundry machine, killing himself. Oh, that was him. Um, yeah. We don't see that. That was a moment that was really restrained, which, again, we appreciate. Yep. Um, and Saw that tongue, though. His wife later, yeah, that's disgusting. His wife later, of course, becomes obsessed with spirals as well. Yep. And after the millipede incident... Uh, she she learns she learns of the spirals in her ears thanks to her dead husband the manifestation her. of her dead husband uh, so she grabs what looks like a, a knife or something shoves it right in her ear yeah well yeah she you has don't see it it cuts oh, right I, before she threw she threw like a bowl or something at the millipede and then the That's millipede right. was gone uh, and then the husband comes and is like enter the spiral enter Uzumaki there's a spiral in your ear Uzumaki is in you. Uh, and she grabs a piece of the ceramic and right. just starts screaming. And then you see her like bring it toward her head, but it cuts. God. 
really cool moment. Again, uh, uh, iconic scene in the in the manga and yeah, did done just as well in in film. I would it say. was cool as shit. Yeah, uh, I I really think. Um, I mean, my my three my 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 three rating for this is uh, simply because I'm kind of I'm kind of holding it against the other movies of the time, and I just prefer the other ones. Sure, um, but I genuinely thought I was going to walk out of this being like, like not good. Yes, but we no, should. I would watch this again. I would to- totally watch this again. Totally. And uh, to continue on the effects, that husband pops up throughout later and he's got there's like a really gnarly spiral tongue stuff in the manga and that's really where they accentuate it is with him and that is a practical effect right. sometimes sometimes it's not but when he's standing a lot of times it's like he's like biting on something yeah and it looks like a nasty big old spiral tongue it's pretty gnarly it's pretty great Ugh. i like it I like it a lot Trying to think of other effects, we've got the woman with the crazy ass hair, which is also pretty iconic. It's on the cover of the fucking edition that I have. That's true, yeah. So she pops up, but it definitely doesn't go the same route as the book, because she actually doesn't really play a fucking role in this movie. She's just kind of there. uh, There for hair spirals. And people are following her, I believe, because they become obsessed with her hair spirals and blah, 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 blah. But that effect is cool, and when it switches, like I said at the end, to like the weird kind of painy realism type thing, uh, it's her, like yeah. very decrepit looking, like very frail, leaning against like a telephone pole, or like, and her hair is like all wrapped around it and spiraling kind out, like a tree. And, yeah, yeah, it looks cool. Honestly, yeah, that that ending montage is is one of my favorite parts about this movie. But yeah. we cannot go any further without talking about. The snail guy. Yeah. Jizz boy. One of... Uh, no? I mean, is that is that confirmed? <laughs> it looks like... It looks like cum. It does. He's covered in... He walks in just covered in a thick, milky slime. And... It's never explained what that is, right? No. In the manga, like, it's... This is the kid that was obsessed with snails. That's right. And then he... It just starts becoming. He one. starts turning into a yeah. snail. <laughs> so it's snail. It's snail juice. Uh, it's not. Which, it's not jism. It's that, snail that, juice. Has science proven that yet? Yeah. If it's you got not a sp- jizz. If you got a. <laughs> Wait, that's where it comes from. Snails. Hey, that's where we get it from. Science is crazy, man. Science is crazy, man. I didn't know that. We got little snails, and that's what's in there. Yeah, man. Those are little snails. Yeah. We just got little snails in that sack down there, and they're giving us all the cum. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you can't. I'm listen. glad that we've decided to use a content warning now. Yeah, our this, is our first, this is our first episode with that with that good old content warning, so we got to make it worth it for you guys. <laughs> we did say it was kind of funny we were going to put a content warning on the Uzumaki episode as our first one, but not the Ebola syndrome. But not the Ebola syndrome episode week. from last week. <sighs> but now, yeah, we made up for it. With to be fair, though, this movie come corner with uh, this movie the does. <laughs> this movie does have some depictions of suicide. There is yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. some some like content warnings. There. I mean, if you're f- getting freaky about snails, you're not gonna like it. True. If you are, I don't know what getting freaky about snails. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> if you're horny for snails, you'll love this movie. You get giant human snail people crawling. Like, up. What what else would you want if you're horny for snails? They're crawling up a building, which is accurate to the book. Yeah, that was a pretty gross scene. Yeah. But the <laughs> back to the uh, pre. Full snail boy. Yeah, he, just he regular walks in, snail He walks boy. into this class. This is a really bizarre He's scene. He's the comeback kid. Stop. Just stop. Just stop right now. This is one of the weirder scenes of the movie because it comes out of nowhere. Mm. He oh, yeah, it's super walks weird. in late 
to class, again, covered head to toe in this disgusting uh, goo. Like, at first, you're like, oh, was it raining outside? And then you're like, wait, why is it thick? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's the viscosity of it is yeah. high. I mean, it's just straight up low. like Vaseline, like goopy Vaseline. Yeah. Yeah. And the teacher's like, hey, where have you, where have you been? <laughs> and the kid's so weird. It's yeah. such a bizarre scene. And so he starts walking towards... He plays it like so much like the manga, though. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. The The acting in the movie does match the acting in the comic. It does. Which is really fascinating. Yeah. I, I think... Yeah, it's good. It's good. Everything works. And so he is walking to his desk... And the cool bully kids uh, trip him. Trip him, yep. And so he, he, the he way just he falls flat. <laughs> the way he falls, arms still to his side, <laughs> just falls straight face down. And it's like, it's a disgusting sound. Yeah. Um, he splashes as he falls. It's there's there's splashback from the his, comeback kid. <laughs> splashback from the comeback from his kid. goo into the face of one of the bullies that tripped him. Very disgusting. Yeah, it gets on his chin, and instead of wiping it off, maybe in his mouth too. I'm oh, definitely probably in in, probably in his mouth. Definitely in his mouth. <sighs> instead of wiping it off, he just starts kicking the shit out of the kid on the ground, whose back is like pulsing, which they don't go into directly here. But then you learn that he's growing a shell. He's turning into a snail. He's literally turning, and they call him snail because I guess he's just kind of slow and obsessed with snails. He's a wet boy. Yeah, and by slow, I mean like physically snow slow. Yeah. They're, and a wet boy. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the side characters in this movie and in the comic are so weird that you. Yes. They're so memorable. Like yeah. the uh, what's his name Yamaguchi. The, oh, the hello. the guy who's where's like, my hug? Who's got big? Uh, where's my hug? Energy. Yeah. Oh, uh, very big. Where's my hug? Energy. He basically like surprises uh, our main character yep. essentially. Uh, I think her name's Kyrie. Kyrie something. And like that. Yeah. Uh, he's like, want to elope? <laughs> Like he's Early just, on? Yeah, he's just always wanting, like, he's just like, I'm going to make her like me. I'm never going to give up. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. It's not great. He he is one of the first characters that shows up when he kind of confronts Kyrie early on in the movie. And almost immediately, we get into a really weird uh, couple of shots because it starts oh, yeah, off yeah. with him just kind of jumping into frame, surprising her. But it's like rotating. And, and then it keeps like, yeah. rotating each cut mm-hmm. to where... A, He's it, spinning. You yeah. might say like a spiral. Like a spiral but from the book of Saw. It's so funny because the, the spirals are not only visually seen in shapes throughout the film, but also the cinematography is mm-hmm. very spiraling. Uh, <laughs> like it's it's truly in, ingrained in the movie yep, itself. The editing, the cinematography, the uh, just images on screen, people's wardrobe, their hair, their jewelry. Like it's all over the place. Apparently... There are a bunch of 69s all over the place. <laughs> cool. Uh, separately, not 69s. But apparently there were 6s and 9s. I didn't notice them. I didn't see those either. Yeah. Um, that, that, I, I was that, looking for the other spirals. Yeah, we were focusing. We did rewind a decent I, amount of times trying to make sure that we found them. We did. And I must admit that I 1 trillion percent missed a good chunk of dialogue <laughs> because I was just staring around the frame a lot. And this movie is in Japanese. You can't tell us that there are Easter eggs throughout the movie exactly. and not have us try to focus and yeah. find exactly those five. I was just Again, we found seven because we're better. Woo-woo. BB's in the PCG. If you, In case you forgot, we are the baddest boys in the podcast game. <laughs> Forever and always. Hashtag fart sound. I wish I had that on the soundboard yeah. right now. We'll get it. We'll get it. Yeah. I'll get a fart sound on here soon. And, we, and <laughs> a slide, whist, 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 slide whistle 
Christian is uh, <laughs> freestyling. All yeah. Of a sudden. No. <laughs> uh, you haven't done a song in a while. I, I actually haven't, have I? I don't know. Where's just, the music gone, man? The music. I'm recording right now, so it's all going there. Yeah, you are recording right now. Hey, whoa! As reception, dude. That's crazy. Freestyle a, a little uh, Uzumaki song for us. Uh, it it's better than Spiral from the Book of Saw. When I was a kid, I liked coleslaw. As an adult, I ain't crazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, hey, I guess that counts. <laughs> it's been a while, man. I get it, you're it rusty. It was definitely an attempt. <laughs> I, get it, I get it, you're rusty. I won't, I'll, I'll allow it. And you know what? I'll leave it in for just for you. <laughs> I don't even think, I don't even, I don't think I've ever bombed that hard. <laughs> I don't. I genuinely don't think I'm surprised you went. I'm surprised you went the rap route. You said freestyle. That's true, but normally (laughs) that just means you'll do a quick pop punk like harmony or something. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent correct. I don't know. (laughs) You chose the hard one. I don't know where my head's at, man. Holy shit! Yeah, hey, your head's all spirally. It is. You got caught by the uzumaki. Nah, I've just been the entire time. I was thinking about fucking Chris Rock. Not about fucking Chris Whoa, Rock. dude. What about, about fucking Chris Good thing Rock. about that content warning here. Fucking book of Saw my, my fucking ass. Honestly, I would love an Uzumaki crossover with Saw. That would actually be gnarly. Junji Ito, like if you're listening, like I know you're trap. listening. Make it happen. Oh, of course he's, he listens to, he notoriously listens to every piece of media about him. Yeah, we know he's, that about him. He will... Actually, I think this is the Uzumaki podcast that he'll finally listen to. It's true. We are yeah. the first. We're the first ones to cover this. So we've yeah, we've done something completely. Uzumaki unique. is very underground. Nobody knows about it. I actually heard Jinji Ito is more of a fan of the movie than the manga itself. Yeah, he's uh, actually completely disowned the manga and says that the film is the superior text. Yeah, and we yeah. agree with him. One hundred percent. We we certainly do recommend it, but uh Seek out the source material. It's awesome. Read the comics for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there. It's just we're, I'm a comic guy. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. Always and I'm not it. really. And no. I highly, highly recommend it. But I will also say, if Colby's recommending it, he's not steered me wrong yet. So true. Yeah. And we might have some more comics uh, for you down I think the road. We, I think we will. Uh, he's got me reading something that's juicy. We're in the research phase right now. We are in the research phase. It's cool. It's really fucking cool. We'll let you know what it is. When we want to let you know what it is. When we feel like it. And not a second like not a second sooner. So, Uzumaki, recommend it. To move on, Colby. We got some business to take. We, yeah, we got some business. We got some business. So, for our next episode, we're very excited. We are going to not only have a guest. It's or, been a while since we've had a guest. Too. It has been a while. It has been a while. I already since, can't wait. Since Ian, this is, I feel, we'll see. We will see how this conversation turns out. But uh, this may be more traditional than the conversation with Ian. Because uh, we are going to be getting our uh, bud and uh, network network friend, uh, Indiesaurus uh, network friend, Sean. His pod. Does he do radish? I think so. We should know that. Oh, we should. <laughs> He does the Chandring. He does do the Chandring. He, regardless, he'll tell you all about his wonderful shows when he joins us next time for 
Possessor. Possessor. Oh, I can't wait. Which I we know. both saw at the drive-in, not together, though. Who'd you see it with? I saw it with her. Betrayer. Sorry, dude. It was dope. It was, it so, was tight. so dope. Yeah. It was a cool <laughs> I, I fucking can't wait. movie. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then talk about it with Sean, because Sean... From from what we've talked to, uh, is a really cool guy. Like, yeah, really dope. I, I can't wait to get to know him a little bit better. Uh, uh, part of a record shop that I absolutely love. That's yeah, where does he work? Town. Which one? Uh, Comeback Vinyl and Alpharetta. It's uh, arguably the best selection that I've come across in the state. It so is far. very funny that you and Sean had met already. We are convinced we had to have met. Had to. But we've been wearing masks for a year, so true. Wouldn't have known. Gosh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, and, and hopefully, uh, like Christian said, this will be the first of you know, of a few fun guests, either from from Indiesaurus or from otherwise. Exactly. Um, because we we like having people on here. We like introducing people to gross little movies. Yeah, and uh, Sean actually picked this movie, yeah. which is cool. So uh, we love that uh, that we get the honorary dweller. Yeah, it is nice. We've got a lot of stuff uh, actually planned. Can you guys believe it? We're planning shit. Who are we? It's insane. We have a schedule now. I think we're pros now. Tubi, where you at? Tubi. <laughs> we got we got the weight of Indiesaurus behind us now. True. We can get that Tubi money. We're gonna get your money, Tubi. We're gonna get it. Quit hiding that money from us, Tubi. Stop hiding that money, Tubi. I need it. I need it to feed my family. Please, Tubi, need it. I didn't even catch the last half of that. I think. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Tubi, we apologize for that. Hoping for the best, just hoping nothing happens. A thousand clever lines on red on clever napkins. I won't ever ask if you don't ever tell me. I know you well enough to know you never love me. A second song? Yeah, baby. From Christian? <laughs> this is a little spoken word piece. <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> little beat poetry yeah. for you. <laughs> uh, Got to give that credit out where credit's due. That is Taking Back Sunday lyrics. <laughs> Slam poetry style. Boom, baby. Come on. I'm Kim Cattrall scatting over her husband playing bass. Have you seen that video? No. It's fucking crazy. Oh, my God. It's wild. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> well. On that note. Any kind of, any last thoughts? We, I think we got it all out. I think we got it all out. Any, any palate cleansers? What, are you, what have you been doing lately? I've been stressed and busy as shit with work. So every, every free minute I have has been... Uh, Trying to zone out or yep. fucking, I'm recording still. So zone out or zone that. in. Hey baby, drop out or drop. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. you might say that's the. I think that's a tune out or tune dro- drop out or tune in. I, I think I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's some it's like the MTV shit for back in the day. Oh, yeah, I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah. My palate cleanser is. Uh, I recently finished. Uh, an earlier palette cleanser I finished the East of West comic series mm-hmm. there's the third volume recently and it is incredible noise ends incredibly uh, absolutely go read that um, but currently I just started uh, Stephen King's The Stand oh you finally uh, jump into I'm this finally doing it I'm a big Stephen King fan um, but I've always put off The Stand because of just it's how long thick. it is <laughs> um, but in the last couple of years I've read a lot of uh, very very long fantasy novels uh, about the same length as The Stand and so I was like you know it's about what? time. Now's the time. And I got a couple buddies. Is it I'm... over two? No, no, no. It's okay. about, my version at least is about 12 or 1300. 12, okay. um, so I'm reading it with a couple buddies, uh, which will, I think, make it the process a lot easier. Be able to kind of talk it through. You've got like a book club situation Kinda. that makes it nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I'm really excited. I'm about maybe 50 pages in. I feel uh, like I'm going to have to do that with Dune. Hey, there's a, there's I've a, started it a few times, and I keep being like, okay, there's a lot to take in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're not going to finish it before the movie comes out anyway. Oh, no. No. And you're going to watch the movie when Whoa, it comes yes, out. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. 
I feel like after that, you're not going to read it. I think that's probably going to be the only uh, HBO uh, Max original thing that I am very purposefully not going to watch at home and am going to go to the theater. I want to see that one in the theater really That one honestly deserves maybe an IMAX experience. It looks... I also have not watched the trailer. I've only watched the first trailer. I didn't watch the new one. I haven't watched the new one either. Um, Because I don't want to. I just want to see the movie. Uh, I saw the first one. I needed to see what I needed to see. And that looked awesome. Can't and I wait. wanted to fucking see it. Honestly, there's so many movies coming out in theaters that there we are. will both see as fans and both see as episodes. Oh, I've got breaking news for you that you'll be interested in. Okay. I got to admit, I read a, I've read a very positive review and it kind of convinced me. So I think I'm going to check it out when it streams. That new Suicide Squad, they're comparing it to a fucking trauma movie. To cool. the Toxic Avengers specifically. Because James Gunn is a trauma guy. Wrote Tromeo and Juliet. Right. And they are saying, uh, Lloyd Kaufman, the founder of Troma, apparently has a cameo in the movie. That's really cool. So I am like so curious about this. I'm going to see now. it either way because I like James Gunn and I like superheroes. I, I do like, like James books. Gunn. I like James Gunn. Um, the Last Suicide Squad is so terrible. Such yeah. a horrible, horrible movie. Um, it's funny because I've been seeing on Twitter lately, David Ayer is saying, he's like, my cut's so much better. He's, oh, try, he's trying to get a, an air Snyder cut. cut. Oh, God. And I hated the Snyder cut so fucking much that <sighs> I truly hope to God he never gets the air cut. Well, apparently, uh, uh, did you watch the Army of the Dead or whatever? Uh, I started it and did people not, hated that. Too. Did not finish it. I absolutely hated it. Like they got burnt. They all went to bat for this dude, and then he gave him shit. It's it's not. He's not a good director. He's not a good director. Three hundred was cool. He's visually very cool. Like, yeah, can yeah. make cool shots, but is I mean, not his a good visuals sh- are why Watchmen works so yes, well. Yeah. But he's not a good storyteller. No, 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 no. A no, bad no. writer. He's like he's like. Well, James Cameron can tell a story. James Cameron can't write dialogue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. James Cameron can absolutely tell a story. But, but all that to say that, yes, I am also excited about Suicide Squad. Yeah, Pod. they, like, the, it was the Rodri, it was three out of four stars, like, whatever. Nice. But I was like, let me read this. <clears throat> and they're like, it's obviously significantly better than the other fucking Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah. Not uh, and they just really were like, it. you're not prepared for how violent it is. And I was like, wow. And they said it made... uh uh, the Deadpool movies look like really tame. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's like this. I'm very curious. What if we did an episode this. on it? You know, we probably will because we're both gonna see it. True. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm just gonna watch it when it streams because I don't want to pay I mean, for it. But I would watch that for free. I mean, hell yeah. We'll, we'll end up doing it. We got other stuff in the pipe. We'll figure we, out when we'll to cover We'll add to the end of our, of our are, very, very long list of movies. We yeah, we do have a fucking long list because we got something cool coming up that we will announce soon. But we uh, are starting to do more theater movies, as you have seen, and we yep. do have a few more on the docket. So uh, newer movies will continue to pop up. And with uh, all of that, if you want to follow along with what we're doing, you can follow us on the socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And you can pretty much find us on the socials with that exact same thing. Cellar Dwellers Pod, baby. We're not hard to find. We are not hard to find. We are the only podcast called The Cellar Dwellers. So that's not true. It's not true. We're the only one that uh, we're the cool ones. We're the cool ones. We're the only we're the only one that's active. I don't know. I don't check in on the other ones. We should. We should. Are check, there other we ones? See, we should see how they're doing. I know there's at least one other one. Oh, there's a, there's a couple. Okay, that's but great. again, we're the best. We are the best. Around uh, also the baddest the, the baddest boys of the podcasting game. BBs in, in, in the PCG. You, in case you forgot. BBs in the PCG.
Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Goodbye. What up, you freaks? It's Christian, better known as C-Man. If you like what you hear and want to dig deeper, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dwellers Podcast, Instagram at Cellar Dwellers Podcast, Letterboxd at Cellar Dwellers, and of course, our email, CellarDwellersPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you freaks want to hear more of. The goo, the gore, the milk? Let us know. Come dwell, there's plenty of room in the cellar.